911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And in today's episode, I thought we could talk about the incredibly sad time that our country is facing right now. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. I had someone message me yesterday, and I was really shocked because this is one of the most patriotic men that I know. And yet he messaged me and he asked, Ashley, do we even live in America anymore? And it really got me thinking about where that question came from. It's such a dark question to ask, especially when you live the life of being such a patriotic person. Admittedly, as I record this, today is May the 31st, and I usually record these episodes several weeks in advance, but I will be posting this one about a week from now. Who knows what will have happened or transpired in the world within a week's time. It seems like we're living in a place where things do change moment by moment. And even more so, our lives are seemingly being dictated moment by moment. And it has me questioning a lot. You see, yesterday, when I saw everything that's happening surrounding the death of George Floyd, I deliberately stayed offline. Clint is at work, and I knew from the fires and from the chaos that I just didn't want to be exposed to that negative triggers, essentially. So I stayed offline for the whole day till about maybe 5 p.m., and I went online. As soon as I did, I started to get inundated with messages. I have everything public. People know when I'm online, (laughs) and typically when that happens, I'll start getting messages because people want to talk. And I value that. But when I started scrolling through my feed, I noticed that literally the entire feed was on fire. There was a fire in nearly every major city inside of the United States. So, of course, my first thought went to my husband. So I went into the local paper for the city that he works in. And I made sure that things were at bay. And fortunately, they were. But as I I started scrolling through the feed, something caught my attention. And the first line of this post said, is this all a hoax? That got my attention. I started reading further. And it was this very long written post. And I read through it. And I thought the man that had posted it was the one that had written it. But it turns out that he had copied it from someone else's account who had written it. This woman was just explaining how We're not questioning things. And don't get me wrong. The fact that Mr. George Floyd is dead is very real. A man is dead. It's very real. And yet there was a video, almost 10 minutes long. And I'm sure you've watched it. We've all watched it. But perhaps you haven't paid as close of attention as this particular woman did. And what she's doing is, in this post, she's going on to explain that Something just doesn't feel right. You see, there's this perfect formula in hindsight that's been set up. We had the virus, everybody being cooped up inside, fear boiling up, can't find toilet paper, 
The food on shelves is running out. Can't purchase ammunition. And we have every every single media outlet expressing to us how important it is to stay inside. Things are slowly starting to open, and yet we're being told we have to wear masks and face coverings. We're seeing stickers on the ground in public places telling us that we have to stand six feet apart from one another. And the world is changing. And it's changed in a way, at least from my standpoint, that we've never experienced before in modern history. And in the midst of all of this, there's this huge shift. This video comes to the surface. A man is dead. And there's a police officer who looks straight at the camera while his knee is levitating on the back of the neck of this man who clearly is not resisting arrest. And I want you to think on that for a second. Think back to that video. Could you imagine, I don't know if you've ever done any form of resistance training, but think about how hard it would be to levitate your knee over a man's neck in that way. And if you look closely, that was one of the things that I first noticed. This man's airway was not being obstructed. Now, where the officer went wrong was that he felt the need to physically hold this man down while he was pleading for his life. We can go on to the fact that the autopsy report shows that this man actually did not die from asphyxiation. He did not die from trauma. His heart exploded. He was on drugs. That's something I'm familiar with because my own husband has been exposed to a similar situation. However, in retrospect, looking back at that officer staring directly into the camera with a soulless look on his face, it's clear that his ego got the best of him. But do you know how hard it would be to levitate your knee over anybody in that same physical stance? It'd be excruciating. And that's what this woman goes on to talk about. It just doesn't look right. Another thing she pointed out was the front of the license plate on that patrol unit. It read police. Now, as you sit there, have you ever seen a patrol unit where the license plate reads police? It's a little strange. And there didn't seem to be an incredible congregation of people as this whole thing was happening. As a man was being detained, there also didn't seem to be any airway, air traffic. We didn't hear any of the police officers calling out for medical. And certainly, none of these officers that were involved rendered any form of medical. But does that seem normal to you? In a case of police brutality, wouldn't there have been some yelling, some agitation? There didn't seem to be any of that. And the whole thing just seems strange. And not to say that it was fake. I don't know if it was or not. We don't know all the facts. But after reading this woman's post, what I think is important to point out is that we don't get curious. We don't wonder anymore apart from what we're seeing on the media. And now the media has taken this video. And they're calling these rioters protesters. These people who are, quote, protesting are very few. The ones who are actually trying to stand up for the injustice that had taken place, they're very few. I saw in Flint, Michigan, a very peaceful protest where there was an officer walking alongside them. 
There was no vandalism. There was no crime. There was no officers coming home with bloody vests. Now that is protesting. That is where we're able to make a stance and to hopefully affect some change. But how many times have you seen something like this happen? And people say that they're starting a movement. You're starting something big. You're creating change. You're eliciting something. And yet as soon as it disappears from the media, nobody actually takes action. Nobody wants to step up and do the work that's necessary in order to evoke those changes. What are those changes? That's one of the things I've been asking myself. What is it that needs to happen in the community in order for us to bridge that trust? But instead, we're contributing. We're watching all of these different videos. We're seeing all of the riots and the media. It's just flooding it like crazy on the news. And I don't see anything happening that's actually evoking any kind of change. So yes, a man is very dead. But what questions could we be asking the community in order for us to see what change needs to take place in order for these protests, these riots to come to an end? What needs to happen in order to build those community relationships? Because the way I see it now is the only thing that's taking place is these officers and their families are getting very upset. Very upset because these peaceful protests have turned into looting, rioting, starting fires, hurting officers, hurting people in their communities. Have you seen that video of that poor man who lost his entire business because the people in his community who say that they were supporting in protest of George Floyd actually burnt down one of the businesses in the community? How is that supporting? How is that helpful? The only thing that I see that does is it creates a more vast divide between law enforcement and community. This isn't the answer. And I think right now, the most important thing for us to do is to ask those hard questions, to turn off the news, shut off your social feeds, and to ask yourself deep down inside, like, what is really happening here? I am not one of those conspiracy theorists. However, I do know that right now, especially with the upcoming election, like things just don't sit right with me either. And I love that there are people that are actually speaking up and letting their voice be heard and going against going against the, the wave of traffic because that's the only way that we're able to build curiosity and not just go with this socially conformed way of how we're supposed to be and the way we're supposed to act right now. Is this upset, these riots? Is it a byproduct of us being cooped up inside? It could very well be. The extent of it has not happened since the Watts riots. And I'll leave you with this. As you sit there and you recognize what's happening, maybe in your own community, maybe as you sit there, this is hitting home for you even closer because you are one of those first responders. Maybe you're the wife of one of those first responders. What questions could you ask today that can give you a more healthy answer that sits well with you? And what forms of information do you yourself need to seek out in order for you to feel like there is a way to evoke change and to make sure that things like this don't continue to happen and that we don't feel like we're being held 
by a governmental or any other form of socialism, essentially. How can you do that? What comes to mind for you? What's top of mind? You know what? Send me a message. Find me on Facebook, Ashley Walton, A-S-H-L-I-E. I would love to hear what your thoughts are on this. And ultimately, whether you're protecting yourself from a potential illness or you need to protect yourselves simply while you're going to the grocery store, while you're at work, just know that from our home to yours, we're sending you so much love, especially right now.